Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Sarah Says, the weekly podcast with me, Sarah, talking about anything that's on my mind. This week's episode is sort of a bonus episode because hopefully there will be another one this week, but this is all about vision boards. What are vision boards? How do you vision board? And why I think you should make a vision board this year. First, if this was a truly sponsored podcast, this one would definitely have to be sponsored by Mod Podge. (laughs) I love Mod Podge. It is my glue medium of choice and it has been for a long time. So way back in the day when I was in high school, I used to be obsessed with making my own purses and Mod Podge was really the game changer for me. I like to think that I had a little bit of OCD about carrying the same purse for more than two weeks at a time. And it got to the point that my mom said, look, I'm not giving you any more spending money to buy purses. So I started making mine and I was making all different kinds, t-shirt ones, denim, jean ones, just all kinds of quilted ones, you name it. And then I came across Mod Podge and wooden boxes and... It really opened up the world. I started making little wooden Mod Podge purses and I've never turned back. So Mod Podge is the main glue of choice that I will be using for the vision boards today. And that is what I recommend. It works basically on anything, anywhere, anytime. And that is why if this were a sponsored podcast, truly, they would definitely like hit me up, Mod Podge. Let's work together. Let's make vision boards a Mod Podge brand. Let's do it. Okay, but let's get into what are vision boards and why I think they're important. So first, we're going to take a little trip back down memory lane to December of 2017, day in my life. So 2017 was the cap of three very hard years for me. Um, And I'm going to say that knowing and being thankful that they could have been much harder, Um, but still quantifying that it was very hard. Um, In two years and nine months previous to that, so from 2015 to 2017, in two years and nine months, I lost my grandfather one month before I turned 27, and that was a real blow to me. He was one of my best friends. Um, Nine months later, we lost one of my uncles to stage four colon cancer that he had battled for nearly four years. And that was another very hard blow because he had fought for so long, almost not even appearing to be sick, that when things finally took their final turn, it got bad very fast. And and that that was a very big shock as well. And I knew that I needed to come home and be with my family because at the time I was um, living out of state working. I was let go a few months later from my job, actually the night before I was just going to be done anyway. And that has still left me with PTSD issues that I deal with today. Um, Moved home, got a job a couple months later as a preschool teacher loved my classroom, loved the kids, hated my bosses, hated the, just hated the whole environment of it. Um, so 
was not in a great place mentally. Just over a year later from that, uh, I lost my grandmother, who was another big rock and solid foundation in my life. And less than a month later, we had to put our sweet dog Roxy down after 13 years, pretty unexpectedly due to cancer. And that was and is still the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. And I'm not going to (laughs) cry. I'm not going to cry about it. Um, But I could. (laughs) So that all happened (laughs) by the first week of October in 2017. And I was not in a great place mentally. Then a couple weeks later, I was offered the job with my current nanny family. And I really, truly owe them so, so much. Um, They've really taught me a lot about how I should live my life and that it's okay to trust people again. (laughs) Um, And that there are good there are good people and good parents out there. So I found myself all of a sudden with this great job and a ton of free time on my hands. And so I was just scrolling Instagram, scrolling Facebook, scrolling Twitter, not really doing a lot. So that that December, I said, you know, I want to make a true vision board and I want to become more intentional with how I spend my days in 2018. I want to take this free time and I want to be doing things towards something because I knew something was coming. And so I was taking that rest opportunity knowing something was around the corner. So I made a vision board and uh, I picked the word. So the very first thing that you need to do is pick a word when you think of your vision board. So my 2018 word was intentional. Well, January chimed. It was 2018. Five months later, May rolls around. I made my very first scrunchie, put it in the shop, and the rest was kind of history. Since then, um, since May of 2018, my shop has made over six figures uh, because of a hair scrunchie. Yes, I know. It's absolutely crazy. And that is a gross figure. That is not the take home. (laughs) Trust me, I know. Um, So my 2019 word was balance. I wanted to find balance in having a life while also growing my business. And in 2019, I was so thankful to take a week off and go to the beach for my birthday. Um, My mom and I spent a great week in Seaside, Florida. Absolutely loved it. In November of that year, I took a family trip to Disney, was just needed that bit of magic in my life again, and throughout the year had gone to two of my friends' weddings, and so I really did find that balance between working a lot between the shop and my full-time job and also still having a life. Well, towards the end of 2019, scrunchies had started to slow down, and you know, there's a big difference between preparing yourself saying, you know, not every day is going to be a record setting day. Not every day is going to be a huge sales day. There will be a plateau. There will be a downside that it will come. Scrunchies will not last forever. There's a big difference between saying it and thinking you're prepared and then it actually happening. The final months of 2019, things really took a downturn and mentally that took a very, very big toll on me 
because there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And so I want to take this one quick moment to say, if you own a small business, your success is not tied to the success of your shop. Your life is not tied to the success of your shop. Your worth is not tied to the success of your shop. And again, that is even, even that is something that I can say easily and I can mean it, but it can be hard to believe it. So 2020, I wanted my word to be content. I wanted to learn how to be content with the growth, be content with the struggles, knowing that it's a part of business life, that it's a part of life in general, and be content in where I was to know that this is what I needed in order to grow and become more. So honestly, my 2020 vision board, despite a pandemic, despite corona, really did pan out in the end. Because if if there's anything a global pandemic and shutdown and everything can do, is teach you how to be content with where you are. (laughs) It it really is. So ending 2020, I was very thankful that one, I still had my full-time job. Two, I still have a shop, which is not something that everyone can say. I know so many small shops, especially brick and mortars that have shut down this year, so many restaurants. So I am so very thankful and content that I still have a shop. I made it through the elastic shortages. I made it through the fabric shortages. I made it through the uh, packaging and mailing shortages. And I'm still here, still with the shop. And that is not something everyone can say. So the first thing you need to do is come up with your word. Those were the three words that I've used previously. My 2021 word is focus because now I want to focus on the things that I can control. So I know 2021, it's very uncertain right now. We don't know when things are really getting back to normal, but I want to focus on the things that I know I can control to keep improving and keep working and not get distracted by the slow days, not get distracted by um, the negative impacts that come along, not get distracted by social media, but just to keep focusing and working and improving on things like focusing on finding the time to do a podcast, focusing on the time to work on new procreate projects and focusing on coming up with new fun things for the shop and just taking the time to focus on what I can control. So that is my 2021 word. Uh, So step one is finding your main word. Just make it one word and don't think about it too hard. So I know it's January 2nd. I know a lot is up in the air, but think about one word that you would want 2021 to be. And I don't want to, I don't want to put anything else out there because I don't want to fill anyone's brains with something because I know sometimes you say something and then you can't not think about that one thing. So think of one word. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to think of five, six, seven, eight other small words. And those are the words that are going to help you achieve your big word. So those words can be, um, for example, I've done saving money, um, exercise, yoga, business, community, books, apartment, home, um, 
drink water, (laughs) be healthy, travel, explore. Those are the words. So those can be more than one word. Those don't have to be just one word. But those are the things, those are like your New Year's resolution. So say your New Year's resolution would be um, do a marathon, run one marathon. So maybe your word would be running or exercise. That would be like that. Or say you want to save $5,000, you would say saving money. Or you want to buy a home, you would put home. <laughs> or you want to get a new job, so you would um, you know, explore new opportunities or job um, or the kind of job that you want to get. So that's your next step. So first step, find your one big word. Next step, find five to eight other words that are going to help you achieve that one big word because those are like the little goals that you're making to make that one big word. Then you're going to find your pictures. So I prefer, I use Pinterest because I have a printer. I know not everyone has a printer. So if you don't, you can use magazines, you can draw, you can paint, um, you whatever. Um, but I have a printer, so I'm able to use Pinterest and find the photos that I want. So say your goal is run a marathon your word is running or exercise, then you're going to find photos. So it can be uh, like a chart saying of like how to learn to run a marathon in so many weeks or someone running or your favorite running shoes or something saying go exercise, <laughs> anything like that. Um, I have done how to save $3,000 in three months. And I found a little chart and I've printed out the chart to put up there before. Um, so you're going to find the w- pictures that are going to motivate you to those words to help you get to the big word. Now, this is a very important step to this. I use a foam core poster board. I cut it in half. So I don't know the exact dimensions of this, but I can tell you, you're going to need four regular sheets of paper. So four eight and a half by 11 sheets plus one page with your words on it. Um, so don't do what I have done in the past and either not print out enough because they're not big enough pictures or way over printing (laughs) because everything's huge. So you're going to fill up four pages of paper if you are able to print it yourself and you're going to put into whatever app, size the photos however you want. So if it's something you really believe in, you want to make that picture big. If it's something small, make the picture small. Um, you're going to find the photos, fill up your four pages. You're going to type your words out, write your words out on an extra sheet of paper. You're going to print that out. And you're going to cut everything out. You are going to place it on your board. And once I have everything in place where I like it, and sometimes that can take me a while to really place around. So that is another thing. I put my word, the big word, right in the middle. And I have right above it, 2021 goals. 2020 goals, 2018 goals. Um, And then I have that big word right in the middle. And then everything else spawns around it because it's sort of everything surrounding it is what is helping you achieve that big goal. It's like a spider web in a way. So once I have everything sorted how I like it, I like to take one full on picture from the top. That way, as I'm moving things around to put the glue down to glue it, if anything gets out of place or anything gets knocked in you know, it was in a perfect place of where I wanted it, I can relook at the picture to see where it was. And then all I use is Mod Podge and a foam brush and 
glue the back of the pictures, stick them down and get to work. I tend to start from the middle and then work myself around because some things overlap others, some things go underneath, you know, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole little balancing act in there. Um, but that is what a vision board is and why I believe in vision boards. Um, and I do going back to the introduction where I said my Enneagram was a seven and how sometimes I come across things on Instagram where I'm like, that's it. Oh, it says for an Enneagram seven. That's me. You got me. Um, I came across a thing to say today that said, um, goals for each Enneagram type. And I swiped through to seven. The word focus was there twice. And so I know that it's other Enneagram people coming in, commenting, saying that what that's what their goals are. But it is so creepy to me that I picked my word focus while I was taking a shower the first week of December. And that is a fun, that is a fun fact about this. Every word that I've come up with is while I'm in the shower at some point. I will sit there beginning of December in the middle of the day. I'll be like, oh, you know what? It's almost time to make a vision board. I should think of my word. And then I'll be taking a shower a couple of days later. I'm like, ah, intentional. Ah, balance. Oh, content. Ah, focus. <laughs> like it just pops into my head. So when I say don't think about it too hard, don't think about your word too hard. Uh, it will just, it, it will just pop up to you. So, um, but I thought that was so crazy that the word focus was there twice. And my first one in 2018, intentional, what I found even funnier about that was that year, I love Chip and Joanna Gaines. I get the Magnolia journal um, every season. And (laughs) the winter issue came out after I'd made my board, I picked it up and it was like living the year intentionally. (laughs) So Chip or Joanna Gaines had picked the word intentional as her word of the year. I was like, okay, well, I see you. We have the same word. Maybe she's a seven, guys. Maybe she's an Enneagram seven. I should look that up. Anyway, um, so that is a vision board. Those are my vision board tips on how to make a vision board. You can find more information about how I make my vision board by going to sockbuntstudios.com. If you scroll towards the bottom, I have a section on the homepage with blog posts. It is there with photos of my previous uh, vision boards. It also has a link to my Pinterest page with the it's the 2021 gold digger. So every year I just change the year number. And that is where I have a lot of pictures in case you have the same aesthetic as me. Um, Or always feel free to reach out via email at sockbunstudios.com. Follow along on Instagram at sockbunstudios. And that is it. That is everything I think that you need to know about vision boards. And I am just sitting here listening to my mom is replaying the last episode of The Crown that we were watching. And I'm just thinking about what next week's podcast is going to be. Because it's Saturday. I have to remind myself it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. And yeah. So if you have any ideas, if there's anything you would like to see, like to hear in the podcast, send me an email over at uh, Studios at gmail.com. So that is it. I hope you guys have a fabulous first weekend of the new year and that it is treating you well and I will see you next time. Bye guys.